0: Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM
1: 89.3. Asia Pacific stocks are mixed this morning following another night of gains on Wall Street. Sydney is up 0.8%. Investors there are looking past news that China has reportedly stopped buying Australian coal. Tokyo and Seoul, meanwhile, are flat. Tech stocks led the way in U.S. trade. The Nasdaq jumped 2.5%. Joining me now for a look behind the numbers is Ryan Huang. How's Tuesday looking, Ryan?
0: Looking good. How's your Tuesday going?
1: Alright, started the day with all those certifi- notifications that it's Amazon Prime Day, so I've got my eye out on an instant pot. Okay,
0: that is a good buy if you get hands-on one, so <laughs> I have one, and I recommend it.
1: Alright! Thanks for helping me make my buying decision this morning. Listen, Apple is going to reveal its new iPhone lineup tonight. Even more buying decisions. Apparently, four phones mm. could be revealed. Now, yesterday, we talked about what consumers may expect, including A major redesign in those 5G capabilities. Well, it appears that investors are definitely excited about what Apple will be offering. Apple shares had their best session overnight since July. So, how much did they jump and are they headed higher in after hours trade, Ryan?
0: That's right. So, after hours, we saw Apple's share price go up by over. 6%. 6%. So it is really in anticipation of what is going to be a slew of iPhones out tonight. And it's not just Apple's stock price, mm. the supply chain, the vendors, the component suppliers are all getting a bit of a lift. So if you look at what's happening this morning in Korea, uh, LG Enotech, they are up by over 3%. Samsung Electronics is up by over 1%. So there, there is this, uh, I guess, a bit of a halo effect when it comes to Apple. Right now, it is lifting. A lot of technology names. And in fact, overnight, it was a bit of a technology rally.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, we're going to talk about the NASDAQ in a bit. Apple shares accounted for one quarter of the S&P's 500 rise overnight. Let's move now from tech to content, which admittedly overlaps these days. The Walt Disney Company has announced a major reorganization to focus on streaming media and how to monetize it. So what does Disney plan to do differently in this streaming war?
0: Yeah, so what essentially has happened is they are centralizing their decision-making when it comes to monetizing content. So what's going to happen is content groups will be in three divisions, movies, sports, and general entertainment. Mm -hmm. And then there will be one division in charge, the distribution group, that will decide how whatever content is being created will be monetized. So it is trying to get a more coherent strategy around um, what has been an evolving trend or rising trend and that is how people are consuming content on streaming platforms. So this is also seen as a doubling down or acceleration of their plans around Disney Plus and whatever they are doing on the streaming front and it's also being reflected with what's going on with the COVID-19 impact with cinemas putting off releases and Disney itself just going straight to Disney Plus when it comes to releases. So, the next one that people may be looking out for uh, is Pixar's next animated movie. It's called Soul, and that will debut on Disney Plus before cinemas on Christmas Day. And you also have other hits coming up like Mulan and Hamilton coming to um, this Disney Plus service ahead of the cinemas. So, that is something that is what Disney is observing and trying to um, reposition its business around.
1: Yeah, Disney shares are down 13% this year. It looks like investors like the company's reorganization plans. So Disney shares up more than 5% in after-hours trade. All right, let's bring the conversation back to Singapore. Ravi Menon. Head of the Monetary Authority of Singapore is issuing a warning about COVID-19's long-term impact on our local economy. And the phrase that he's used to do so, well, it's rather worrying. He's talking about deep scarring. What does Menon mean? Has he given any specific examples, Ryan?
0: Yeah, deep scarring, when you think about the impact, the fallout, when it comes to job losses, Mm. the change of the structure of the economy. So that is going to leave some deep scars to many people and some of the sectors in Singapore and he singled out aviation and tourism as the top worries. So he's saying expect a slow recovery in travel and this is going to affect 20% of the economy. So he's looking at how planes haven't flown and with pilots taken off flying for a long time and we are not talking about two months but maybe even two years. When they come back or when things recover, there will be a slow recovery and it may be even slower than what people were looking out for so that is the worry he's looking out uh, for also he's thinking about the concerns around um, prolonging support or grants government support that may that that won't last forever so he is also on the lookout for how that is going to end eventually uh, when things come to a stop if you, you have this uh, concern that you don't want to pull out the rug from businesses too abruptly. Uh, they need some transition period as well. So that is also part of the conversation and also how banks uh, may need to raise capital. So he's starting to think about a lot of scenarios and issues as the pandemic shows, I guess, a longer runway to um, getting back to normal.
1: Mm. And even though if you head out these days, there seem to be so many people out and about, you need a reservation if you're going to sit down at a restaurant these days. Singapore is still facing a contraction of between 5 to 7% this year, already in recession, this according to government estimates. I want to bring the conversation to a little lighter note. Two travel-related stories caught my eye this morning. We talked about this before. Gunting's Cruise to Nowhere and Singapore Airlines' A380 restaurant. Service—they're both proving to be hot ticket items. It seems Singaporeans are definitely ready to get out of the house. What about you?
0: <laughs> when you have a lim- limited number of options, I think anything is going to look attractive.
1: Well, <laughs> lunch and business class costs four hundred seventy-four dollars per person.
0: Mm, yeah, if you have the sp- cash a splash, I think it could be a novelty um, excursion,
1: yeah. Even if it is a pricey lunch. But do these services generate much income for companies like SIA?
0: Okay, so it is interesting to see how far they can take this because mm. when you think about it in the wider context of how much it costs to run SI as a business and how much of this can bring in, it is going to be a drop in the ocean. So it is going to be a tough one to expect this to help sustain SIA in the long run. So it does urgently need to find out or find other ways to bring in more revenue streams in a more sustainable manner because we talk about novelty experience. Yeah. That means one and you're done. So it's not going to recur.
1: Yeah, yeah. So do you think that SIA should continue trying to tap consumers instead of investors for cash?
0: Yeah, so this is part of the ongoing conversation around what SIA needs to do and I think that is one scenario that can be looked at more closely Mm. Uh, when you think about how a lot of uh, goodwill, a lot of capital has been built up over the years and consumers, Singaporeans, have a soft spot for SIA. So the thinking is maybe Singaporeans may want to invest in the future of SIA in the forms of vouchers that can be used down the road when SIA and the world is in a good place for flying and The thinking is, if you have maybe 10% of Singaporeans stumping up $1,000 for vouchers Mm. that can use many, many years down the road for a long time, that can add up to quite a significant sum. So we are looking at some of the numbers. And for example, if 10% puts up $1,000, you are looking at nearly $2.5 billion that SA could raise. So if you look at a more optimistic, Um, projection, if Mm -hmm. 30% of Singaporeans uh, pay $5,000, you could see SIA bringing $37 billion. Of course, these are very optimistic projections. And I guess the end of the day is, do they want to tap the consumers or the shareholders? And you think about the appetite for raising capital in these times, it can be quite tough. And SIA has already gone through one round uh, with its MCBs. And that wasn't really seeing a lot of interest Mm -hmm. Um, and if you look at the trading of the MCBs right now they are trading 10% below par so that is you know the I guess realities of what options SA has on the table.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, Singaporeans love a bargain. If I could get a ticket to Rome at 50% off that I could use within the next decade, I'd be first in line. Yeah, locking your discounts. Yeah, absolutely. And Gunting Cruise is cheering as well. They got more than 6,000 bookings in five days for their cruise offerings. Still a bit nervous about that one, I have to say. Alright, let's check in on local markets now because we are about 15 minutes into the local trading day. The straight Times Index rallied more than three quarters of a percent yesterday to close at 25.52. So how's it doing this morning?
0: Yeah, it is a bit mixed this morning. And this is with right now STI underwater by 0.1%. 2,549 yesterday was up by 0.8%, pushing seven-week highs. And if you look at some of the top movers, we talked about SIA. Mm. SIA stock price right now in the green by point. Three percent at three fifty-four, so maybe some optimism around those um, headlines. And today, SPH will be releasing its results, full year results in the evening. And we are looking right now at a stock price down by nearly one percent at one o four. SPH Reit is paying out its dividends today, so it's paying out zero point five four cents, and right now it is flat at eighty three cents. So. Do we these might be some of the stocks to watch out for as the day unfolds.
1: All right. Keeping my eye out on those, Ryan. Thanks so much for being here.
0: Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.